Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of October 6th. We welcome Thunder Rosa who will be making her mixed martial arts debut. This and a whole lot more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in space. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go flight. Econ, or go flight. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. Go, go. FAO, we are going. Network, go. Recovery, go. Capcom, we're going flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. It's the Roman Show back at it again. Rodolfo Roman, your host, alongside the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo, also the man and the mind behind Sweetwater Pro taking place November 16th. How you doing, George? I am doing fantastic. I am enjoying a refreshing delicious bloody merry margarita tonight just in time for the halloween season i see of course of course because it's halloween and it's nice and red just like don't do don't you just like my vampire teeth too yes i guess so well george let's kick into business want to uh, inform everyone november 16th sweetwater pro returns to action at the ronzelli park uh donations are 10 bucks but it's a free show yeah practically uh when people get there you could either walk right in or you could go up to the table and say hey i want to donate some money it doesn't really necessarily have to be ten dollars you could literally say hey here's a dollar here's five dollars here's ten dollars shoot if you want to be generous here's a hundred dollars if you're one of those a hundred dollar donations i will even let you in backstage for free there you go. So donations are welcome, but the show takes place November 16th at the Ronzelli Park in Sweetwater Pro. Bell time is 7 p.m., but doors open at 6, and the pre-show starts at 6.30 p.m. with, of course, some live in-ring interviews and a pre-show match that's yet to be determined. Well, make sure you get there early, get some good seats. You don't want to miss that one. And ladies and gentlemen, 305 Fight takes place this Saturday at the Miami uh, Shrine Right. Uh, that is in Miami, Florida. Tickets are available. Check out 305 Fights TV for more information. We got tons of events coming up very, very soon here in South Florida. We know in the independent scene in South Florida, it was very busy. You had three shows back to back to back. And uh, also we had some more amateur mixed martial arts with uh, combat night that took place over this uh this previous saturday uh so thank you very much for all those folks that came out to all of the events showing your love and support for these great events and and this week george we have nxt on friday uh ronin on saturday uh that's up north in broward and then gangrel has a show as well so it's a very busy week for pro wrestling here in south florida but hey guys want to let you know that if you want to take off the funk off your junk get yourself ball wash visit right now ballwash.com use the promo code roman to get a percentage off your purchase 
and get yourself a nice little t-shirt there just in time for the holidays. Head on over to collarandelbowbrand.com. That's collarandelbowbrand.com and get yourself a great looking t-shirt. Listen, this ain't your little kitty shirt. Use the promo code all in caps, the Roman show, and you will get a percentage off your purchase. Let's kick things into gear, guys. This is part now. Reality check. Talk to pro wrestling. Well, George, lots to talk about. A lot of uh, and now <laughs> a lot of pissed off people to just to get off the bat. I mean, there's so many things to talk about, but WWE debuting on uh, on 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 Fox. Uh, you have the AEW versus NXT. You have the Hell in a Cell disastrous ending. Man, but you know what? Let's just. I, I want to start off with this Monday Night Raw. After they had this great uh, press with uh, the debut of the premiere season premiere in USA, which was a great show last week. Then you had NXT; it was a good show. You have the Fox SmackDown on Fox, and you had all this great press, and you had to ruin it by then having this disgusting ending in Hell in a Cell. And then you come back Monday night, and we don't have anything exciting to talk about. Listen. Even X-Pac spoke up for us. How is was there a DQ in a Hell in a Cell match? It, so in that case, when Vince McMahon was hit in the back of the head with a sledgehammer, the match should have been stopped. Listen, I don't care <clears throat> what excuse you give. Referee stoppage, DQ, whatever. There has been a lot more worse situations in previous Hell in the Cells that, <coughs> that the match was never stopped. But then this one was considered stopped. This was horrible booking. And by far, listen, I told you this off the air. If the WWE wants to mess up, fine. Let it. I would accept a mess up. Uh, well, not really, but you get my draft. I would see a mess up when you have no competition. But now you got competition in AEW. And is now when you mess up? Now is when you decide to mess up, especially when the fans have the ability to tweet Cody, when they have the ability to tweet Kenny Omega, this is the moment you decide to mess up. Bad move, WWE, bad move. Well, you know, to their defense, George, I, I want to say that in a way, you know, you have all this positive press, uh, ESPN, CBS Sports covering you because of all the success you've done in the past week with the, the season premiere, you got great ratings, you got the NXT, all that good stuff. But there is no such thing as bad publicity if you think about it, George. You still have people talking about the WWE. So have you gone and thought about, hey, yes, I understand that ending between The Fiend and Seth Rollins was definitely just dumb. But you know what? It has us talking. Think about it. And then AEW is on Wednesday. No one's talking, looking forward to AEW. They're still talking about what the hell happened at Sunday at Hell in a Cell. You're right. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Even when you're talking garbage about certain thing to a certain person, that drives their curiosity to say, huh, <clears throat> I wonder what you're talking about. I get that. But the point is this. You could go ahead and talk garbage, but for the people that were there or the people that were watching it's a 50 50 you might lose them you might keep them but for what it sounds like or from what we saw they might lose them because it was that upsetting 
And on top of that, the fact that majority is not talking anything nice about the ending of Hell in the Cell. When you talk to someone right now, VI message, text message, phone call, email, whatever, and you ask them about Hell in the Cell, I bet you there's not anything positive. I, I mean, I, I like the ending ending, not the ending of the match itself with the referee stoppage, but when he had the mandible claw, claw uh, and, and Seth Rollins was bleeding, that was pretty freaky stuff. And the match was all wrestled with a, a red lighting. Yeah, that was annoying. Yeah, I, I have to admit, that was a little annoying. Uh, I, will, I didn't expect that whole red lighting thing. The last time we saw the red lighting uh, was for a Glacier match when they used to do it all in blue. But And that was annoying. It, it got annoying to a certain point, hence why they stopped it. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to stop this red light. Yeah, I mean, it was just for now, but I, I it was unique perspective, something new, but you are right after a while. And I don't know if you caught this, but there was a spotlight uh, during one of the matches. And, but if it was during the tag match, the women's tag match, and the spotlight just kept showing up. I don't know if they were testing out the lighting or what. Someone brought that up online. Uh, they they got to definitely do something about that. But back to the subject in hand, people are still talking about the ending and you know what? I wouldn't doubt that because of the controversial ending, people tuned in to Monday Night Raw. I won't be surprised if the right ratings are pretty decent because of that disgusting ending. I don't know. We'll have to see because uh, from what I saw on Twitter, uh, the, the whole hashtag cancel WWE subscription was tweeting worldwide. So we'll see. You just said it worldwide. And I think they got the attention by trending on Twitter. Uh, and the WWE's name is there. Now, NXT AEW Round 2, they're going at it again. The first time that they went at it, AEW came out on top, which a very respectable uh, ratings. So what is next? And I know people are just losing their heads over AEW, saying that this is like the, the best thing ever since they discovered, I don't know, gold. Um, but I think we're really going to know and understand how good it is as the time goes, talk to me when we are in December. Let's see those ratings. Because we all know that December is a, is a downtime for pro wrestling. You know, you have the holidays coming in. So things don't really kick into gear. Some of the storylines are kind of put aside. And they got the ridiculous, you know, Santa Claus versus, uh, you know, so-and-so. Or you got the famous uh, uh, Thanksgiving family dinner inside the ring. And they're all food fighting. So it's going to be curious to see what's going to happen this year because WWE can't pull that stuff anymore because they have competition on the other end. Like Triple H and Vince has always said, they're only competing with themselves and they're going to continue giving us what they've been giving us for years. They're, they're not looking at AEW to see how they're going to do something different. And I feel like that's smart and that's also playing with fire at the same time for the sole purpose that if you don't know what your competition is doing how can you assume that you're gonna beat them like because listen the fans yes have a choice of who they want to see but if they all decide to say AEW guess what there's not gonna be no more WWE so you have to closely watch AEW and do something different. Do something what these people want today. So if Triple H and Vince really do continue giving us what we want, or I mean, continue to do what they want, 
of course we're going to see our same little food fights and all that stuff come the holidays but if they really want to change maybe they'll watch study and give us what we want well, i'll tell you this much i was excited and popped like a little kid when i saw king velasquez walking down the aisle of, of the of smackdown to take on brock lesnar i, I like kai king you know he's been on the show many times he definitely has the look I don't know so much about the mic skills, but the look-wise, he sure as hell has it. And he definitely has a history as he defeated Brock Lesnar. I mean, he made Brock Lesnar look like a little punk, to be honest, when he fought him for the title. And, and, and I mean, you have so much realism there when it comes between uh, Brock Lesnar and Kane. And this is obviously something that Fox wants. They want the realism. They want the real sports feel. And looking at some of those clips... And at that show, it made me feel like we were watching uh, a UFC fight. If we were watching NFL, because all the promos, all the videos hyped it up as such. And I think it's a great route. And we're leaning towards that eventually. Eventually, we're not going to have stupid things like the the Sain brothers or whatever they call versus Aleister Black. You know, someone that's being f serious. We're going to have serious professional matches and none of this nonsense. Listen. The uh, you mentioned you forgot to mention, Kane has not yet signed with the WWE, but they are very close to signing him. He's even apparently made an interview and said that uh, they asked him if he if another company were to swoop in and would you sign with them or would you still stay with the WWE? And he said he will stay with the WWE. So time, but so time will tell. Let's see where this train takes us. But when Kane did make his appearance, that was a huge draw for the WWE, especially with the feud they placed him with. Now, what I want to see if Kane does stay with the WWE, what happens after that feud? That is what I want to see. Well, I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to build like the heavyweight division, just like what they do uh, in the UFC, and have those guys defender titles at a certain time so you you try to divide them by by weight by weight class you know you're trying to build up that heavyweight division now you got Kane, now you got brock now you got braun so build up that division then you 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 go ahead and build up the light heavyweights and you go on and on and if they go down that route george that's something that's pretty unique and pretty cool if you ask me because again it brings back that realism how real is it that you get a kofi kingston and a brock you know kofi maybe we're lucky if he weighs 220 and versus a guy who's over 260 pounds in Brock Lesnar. I mean, how can you really have believe that Kofi can defeat Brock Lesnar? And then people were upset because of the ending of it. They said it was too quick. Put those two in a real fight. I think that's the actually end of result. 10 seconds, if you're lucky. Roman, you don't understand that the business has evolved. The land of the giant situation has ended. It ended with Daniel Bryan. Get with the program. I, I get you. But if you're trying to go on Fox, right, and you're trying to make it real, every now and then, a result like that wouldn't hurt. I yeah. Remember, Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar like in, what, less than a minute? Same Same result. I get that, but you are your your comparison with the whole Kofi Kingston thing is again the land of the giant situation is over. 
people are angry that that happened to Kofi because of the part-time Brock Lesnar is. I get that Brock Lesnar is better off as a part-timer. I get it because he's a draw that way. But the fans are angry. It's plain and simple. Let them be angry. I am with you. But again, I, I think I like the result. It's very believable. And then throwing in there Kane Velasquez. Hey, you add some realism to it. I think it's a great route. Hey, kudos to you. You know, I, to all those guys that are tweeting and protesting or whatever it is. But let's talk about something here locally, George. And we get to see this in independent pro wrestling. We get to see these individuals who are booked. And in them, these are guys that, that really some don't have any experience inside the pro wrestling ring. They're basically thrown in there because, you know, they got a couple of thousand likes on Facebook or Instagram. And because of that, they try to capitalize on the whole influencer thing. And they fly them over. They spend all this money trying to get all this hype behind. Then again, you got Joe and Bob over there who have been training their ass off in a ring and are a pretty decent wrestler. And they can't find a match. They can throw them, you know, 20 bucks just to drive from where they live to the show. And you got people flying these bozos who have no talent whatsoever just because they do some stunts and they pay them just like that. And they make a big deal. In fact, they even put them on flyers, making them bigger than they, what they actually are because we all know it's just a five minute, 15 minutes of fame that they got. Listen, I get the business move out of it because you're trying to get People in seats. WWE does it. Uh, when they bring in people like Tyson Fury or or any of the actors when they used to do these uh, uh, acting general manager things for the night, I get it. It's a business move. But guess what? You're not the WWE. You're an independent promoter. You don't have as much money as WWE. So what happens is this. I will support a business move. After you finish booking the workers. But if you tell me that you booked a YouTube sensation over a wrestler who's trained to do what that same guy did in the ring, then you're nothing more than a mark. I'm calling you out. You're nothing more than a mark promoter. If you ignore a wrestler and say, no, you are too much money, but then you're paying a $300 ticket for a 12-year-old or 14-year-old or however old he is, you're a mark, and that is not good business. You just slapped professional wrestling in the face. I don't care who hates me for this. I stand with professional wrestling. I stand with professional wrestlers. I don't stand. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't stand with superhuman. Yeah, it's again, it's a little absurd that they get guys like this and they fly their buddies. I, I, I just don't get it. I really don't. Listen, there's a guy out there on, on social media who I think is funny. It's ridiculous. But will I pay uh, to see him live? No, the... You know, and shout out, Big Gucci Berry. He's a funny guy. I, th I think he does some really stupid stunts. Every Sunday, he has slap slap to the nuts Sundays or, or swinging slap Sunday, something like that. Basically, 
he uses a weapon and beats his testicle every Sunday and puts it up on, on Facebook. It's entertaining, great. But now, will I fly this guy to come to my wrestling show and have him do a live stunt on my show? No. You, you, go, go to a comic con or go to some social media con where all these social media influencers are going and they can do dumb things like that or, 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 or get their signatures or pictures or whatnot. But then again, it's more like you're ruining the image uh, of your show, George, I would say, because you're, 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 throwing in, you're throwing in something that just doesn't belong there. You know, you're, you're throwing in that extra uh, jalapeno, if you will, right? And, and, and it's, it's actually, uh, I don't know, sweet onions, you know, with, with, with chicken, and you're throwing in a jalapeno. It's, it's meant to be sweet, but you threw in a jalapeno. just doesn't mesh well, man. Again, if it's a business move as a meet-and-greet opportunity, I would accept that. I understand that. Have him meet fans. Have him take pictures, sell merch, whatever you want. But once he steps in that ring, then you cross that line, okay? That ring is sacred. For those wrestlers who bust their ass day in, day out, not even on weekends, every freaking day, training, whether it's in the gym or in a wrestling school or in a show, they train their asses off to entertain us fans. And you literally put one guy who has not trained a day in his life. That is disrespectful to put him in in a ring that basically is sacred ground. So you know what? I would accept any fan to jump in that ring now because these promoters just let that happen. We'd like to get your opinion. You can shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com. Info at theromanshow.com is the email. Now, let's go ahead and speak to a professional, and that's Thunder Rosa. You know her. She's competed in many of these uh, independent shows and uh, actually will be appearing in the new NWA program, which will be dropping an, uh, an episode on YouTube Tuesday at 6.05 p.m. Remember those good old days, 6.05 p.m. when these would start on TBS, I think it was, WCW back in the day? Yeah, the freaking WCW Saturday night. Uh, I forgot what they called it, the Saturday night... Uh Oh, man, wow. Yeah, they, they filmed that thing in Universal in Orlando? No, not even. Uh, they, they, they were, they, well, somewhere, actually. But it was always one set, yeah. But, yeah, those were memories, man. Well, they're going to be airing the program, Billy Corgan, uh, former, or not former, but the, 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 the band member of Sma- uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. He was now the, the, the man behind NWA Wrestling, and uh, they did a whole bunch of filming this past week. And uh, they're going to be releasing those episodes every week on YouTube. And Thunder Rosa will be a part of that. But she'll also be a part of an upcoming Combate Americas fight card. She is making her mixed martial arts debut. This young lady, she didn't have any previous experience inside the cage. But she says that she's doing this to be a role model and encourage her child. So joining us up next, Thunder Rosa. Talks about her MMA debut.
Welcome everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to have this young lady right now on the program. She will be making her debut for Combate Americas in November. And I'm talking about Thunder Rosa, Melissa Cervantes. Thunder Rosa, thanks so much for taking your time and speaking to me here uh, on The Roman Show. Well, you're making your debut, Mixed Martial Arts. It's your first fight for Combate Americas. How are you feeling about it? I am feeling, I mean, I guess uh, every fighter feels like the jitters, you know, when you have your very first uh, or your very first fight. I am feeling the jitters because the time is approaching, and, uh, but I'm like training like, like a Goku, man. Crazy. Like crazy. So you, st you started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu back in 2016. Now, have you had any amateur MMA fights prior to this debut uh, coming up in November? Or are you just going straight to it, to your first pro fight? No, I'm going, I'm going straight to it. Now, did you compete previously uh, in any Nagas or any of the Brazilian, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments to get you? Uh, no, it's like every time I have the opportunity to do it, I have to, like, you know, wrestling gets in the way. Because I always have to work Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Right. So the opportunity was there when they're still there, you know. But um, you know, with that said, I mean, I'm really excited about about um, the, the fight, and, and I'm just I just can't wait for it. So for the most part, the the the, the training has taken place in uh, in your gym, but the Brazilian top team. That's what it was. Yes, um, uh, yes, Brazilian top team. So, so anyone in particular that that's been really working on you hard, uh, as far as your trainer or some familiar faces that we're that we are aware of in the mixed martial arts community that's been really pushing you and getting you ready for this fight. Well, one of the main guys is one of the guys actually. He's a he's a he's a pro. His name is uh, Anthony Ivy Aquaman. He uh, he's currently uh, has two belts. He just won a belt this last Wednesday. So what made you decide uh, to go into professional mixed martial arts? Of course, you're known uh, for your work with Lucha Underground and many other promotions, like Ring of Honor and Women's of Wrestling. But what made you say, you know what, I'm going to become a, a pro MMA fighter? I think um, it's another challenge in my life. Um, there's something that I, I always have a, a, a passion is just doing something different. And I know this is like completely different than professional wrestling. But it's not impossible. Um, the beauty of the sport is like when you show up every time, every time you show up to the, to the gym, it's like you get 1% better. No matter what, you always get better. You'll always get better. So um, it's just like, uh, it's, it's just amazing that you, when you start seeing the transformation and, and how your skills are getting better every day, every, day, every month, you know. And um, I just really, really want to um, encourage my son to, to like take chances in his life and not to be afraid of, of doing something that might seem daunting to other people, you know, in order to be successful and order to reach his dreams or his goals. And, um, and I think this is one of the things that I, 
first and only thing that um, I've been one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. And I will continue to do it for a little while. So with your professional wrestling career and in mixed martial arts, so have you been training MMA consistently, you know, almost every day uh, and, and juggling yes. with the program? How, how does that work? Because you're yes. traveling all the time and wrestling in the weekends. How do you how do you put that in there? Yes. talked to so many fighters and some of them um some of them go real hard in the gym you know they 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 their sparring is without any gear or nothing and you know better man or better woman wins just to really test each other out is that the type of training you're doing or are you just waiting for that one fight until you go all out uh, to explain that to no, me. Man, like, every day every day um it's hard and um they're preparing me they train for the West, you know, so when the time it comes, it's not bad. So, uh, for, for things, being a partner, and, like, being the way that they are with you. So, uh, yeah, it's just like the other fighters were saying, we, we go hard, we go real hard. So is this something that you plan to do from now on, or are you going to be a two-sport athlete juggling the wrestling and the MMA? I think um, I'm going to be more focused on, uh, especially one of the wrestling is my job. Um, I am a professional wrestler full time, and um, the beauty with being a professional wrestler and I am I'm still an independent contractor, I can, you know, make my own schedule. So uh, and it will be something that will be fitting my schedule with training. So um, I mean, it, a lot of I mean, you can see a lot of the female fighters, their moms, they have their own businesses, they have to struggle with other stuff. So it's, it's in, in a way, we all dealing with certain issues with time in certain ways, you know? But, um, but yeah, we're, um, we're focusing a lot more going on the next year on just, uh, I'm really doing very, uh, like, more visible bookings for wrestling, and I have focusing a lot, a lot more on, on continuing to growing my, my MMA career. There is another uh, uh, pro wrestler turned mixed martial artist on the combate uh, roster, and that's a sexy star. Uh, have you contacted her uh, for any advice or, or any opinions on this since uh, you're heading into your professional MMA fight? Okay, can you repeat that question? You yeah, yeah uh, sexy star is also part of the combate uh, roster, and she's also a professional wrestler turned mixed martial artist, although she did have some background in boxing prior to that, but have you re reached out to her for any uh, any advice since she's on the same roster? Um, well, with Sexy Star and I, we, we go back from Motown to Brown. Uh, I consider her a really, a really good friend. Uh, yeah, I will the time. She's a one-on-one -on -one of the most supportive female, female wrestlers that I know, and uh, she's always had something very uh, uplifting to say about, you know, 
staying on track and, and, and doing things the way that you know you should so you can do the best and perform the best so yeah I stay in contact with her and, and she she tells me here and there a little little things but um so, as you know right now, uh, professional wrestling, uh, we're at a great time uh, to be a wrestler, to be a fan. So many options are available. Ring of Honor now, AEW will be making its debut on, uh, on broadcast TV. Um, right now is the time to be in this sport because you, you, you could land a, a good, good, good opportunity in any of these brands. So, uh, what's your take on this uh, as a female uh, wrestler, professional wrestler who has been in, the, in this business for some time and now jumping into pro MMA? Yeah. What, what what is your take with so many options now for professional wrestlers and, and fans you know we're at a good time so many companies are, are pulling out now and giving an opportunity to so many wrestlers um what is your take on it as a female wrestler so much great talent out there with, with, with the ladies that have really been pushing uh, pushing the pace in professional wrestling anyone in particular that you would like to face uh, that is not in the NWA or any other promotions that you've been with that you would like to go toe to toe inside the square ring oh man okay. that's a really good question <laughs> but it's a funny part that I like tour a lot with them when with some of them when they were not signed mm-hmm. but uh, she's not she's not wrestling anymore she's actually a trainer Sarah Stock she used to uh, be a wrestler in uh, Consejo Nacional de Lucha Libre yeah. in Mexico mm-hmm. and she was a great great wrestler and she was one of my inspirations to become a wrestler that's just great. So some of this MMA training, how has that made its way into professional wrestling? How has that made you a better wrestler? How is that? How is professional yeah. wrestling making me a better wrestler? No, no, no. The training that you've been having for MMA, has that made you a better wrestler? Because of the training that you do oh, in man. MMA. So the, uh, training in the ring, you know, like as a professional wrestler when you're starting, it's, it, it, it trains you to deal with a lot of pain. Like a lot, a lot of pain. Because some of the stuff that we do there, it's your body's not used to it at all. Um, I personally was trained in a very old school with an old school mentality, so they always treated me like like I was one of the boys. So they didn't take no mercy on me. So that and like uh, when I went and trained in Japan, their training methods were different. So like it's it's very interesting. I mean, you don't. 
like manage with certain stuff. You hear me there? Yes, I'm right here. Yeah, Sarah, you're, you're breaking up. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. The, the oh. what part, uh, where did you uh, hear me the last? Yeah, because you were breaking out. So I'll just ask you the question again. That the MMA, okay. yeah, the MMA training that you've been doing right now, how has that played a role in you in your professional wrestling career? Um, it's playing a role in where um, I, I I feel like fans are noticing me as a more legit uh, person to to fight, and um, and the training that I did in in professional wrestling that I was mentioning is preparing me mentally to to be tough and to like not to quit and things get too hard great great well and, and now we don't have a, a word of an opponent do you know of anyone or do you have you heard any any potential opponents that you might be uh, facing in november for combate americas no not yet so anyone in particular that you've seen or you're just you whatever they give you um, well, like I'm working, I'm getting ready for, for the challenge, so we'll put some back in America's, uh, we're going to have for. Gotcha, well, Thunder Rose, I want to thank you, and, and, and last question, as a, as a pro wrestler, I'm sure as a wrestling fan, how, how are you going to be uh, enjoying this week? I know you have your NWA tapings, but you got the debut of AEW uh, going up to head with NXT on Wednesday night, back to the, what, now we're Wednesday night war instead of the Monday night war. What do you, what do you look forward to this week? I know you're with the N NWA now, but is that also uh, another potential seeing you in an AEW or WWE? Is that something that you would like to see in your future as well, potentially? I think if it's, if, it's, if it's reading in the stars, it's reading in the stars. I can't really say anything right now. I'm right focusing on NWA and focusing on, on my uh, my debut, and if it happens, and if that's different, uh, absolutely. I mean, I have a family to take care of, and they're my priority. And, um, but I just, you know, I, I am very, very happy for what I have accomplished, and if it's pretty different, they will happen. Thunder, thank you so much for your time, and uh, definitely an inspiration for many mo mothers out there and women, as, again, you're doing this as a, as a, as a, as a role model, an inspiration to, uh, to your child so congratulations on that and uh, good luck on your upcoming fight uh, next month or we're in November actually for Combate Americas yes thank you so much for giving me the time and space to be here and I want to thank again Combate Americas for, for giving me this opportunity uh, and, and wish them to make it for yourself no matter what happens awesome thank you so much Rosa ladies and gentlemen listeners all around the world welcome to Showdown. Well, George, let's talk real brief here. A little bit about mixed martial arts and what's going on. Israel Desanya, Adesanya defeated Robert Whitaker in Australia. Uh, it, it, it was it was just good. I mean, yeah, Israel is just a really good, 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 good guy. Um, 
tough to beat him. Next, his opponent is Paulo Costa, a uh, Brazilian sharp guy, defeated Yoel Romero in a very, very back to back and forth fight. In fact, somebody would fight and debate that win. But nonetheless, both of these two will be facing off at a future fight. But what a great fight in Israel, uh, who remains undefeated in the UFC. Very exciting guy. Reminds me of an Anderson Silva. Just a lot wiser, smarter in the way he moves. And it's just a matter of time till this guy becomes a Conor McGregor. You know, and we sure as hell the UFC does need another Conor McGregor, knowing that McGregor always gets himself in trouble with the law. But we were just informed that Tito Ortiz will be taking on Alberto Del Rio, El Patron, in an MMA fight on December 7th, part of a, an upcoming Combate Américas fight card. This is now official. It's a professional fight between both of these men. They've been talking about it, and now it's going to happen December 7th, Combate Américas, live on pay-per-view, and it's 40 bucks. We don't know the undercard. We don't know the co-main event. But we do know that Alberto Del Rio will be taking on Tito Ortiz. George, Alberto Del Rio had some experience in MMA. And it was a very long time ago. It's not like it was yesterday. And one of them actually was against Krokop. And Krokop, well, he beat his ass. Let's just get to the point. Uh, but uh, Tito Ortiz, 44-year-old guy, guy and Alberto Del Rio, they're, they're about the same age nonetheless. But Tito Ortiz, of course, has the most experience. He competed recently against Chuck Liddell. I'm not saying that that was a competitive fight because it wasn't. But let's face it. We all know here that Tito Ortiz is going to win this fight. You're actually wanting me to comment on this, really? Yes. <laughs> Come on. By the way, uh, Tito, I know he's a big talker and all of that, but Alberto still got you the promos, man. He does. I'm going to go sip my Bloody Mary and I'm going to pretend like you're not asking me your opinion on this because seriously, Tito Ortiz and Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> yes, both of them are are, are going to fight. And, and in defense of Alberto Del Rio, unlike CM Punk and some of these guys that were in the WWE professionally wrestling and are now making a jump into MMA like, like Thunder Rosa, she, he, Alberto Rio had experience in MMA. He competed in MMA professionally. He has a record. Therefore, he actually comes in with some luggage. He has he has a, a pretty decent resume, and again, fought Michael Krokop, Krokop, a legend in the world of mixed martial arts. And what happened? Again, we will not discuss about the <laughs> the result. But do you think do you think maybe that, that, that Alberto De Rio has an opportunity against Tito Ortiz? <laughs> oh, and mind you, Tito Ortiz is the former champion of the UFC back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day, this is now, you know, I mean, this is uh, Stone Age era of UFC, if you want to say. Not, not in the modern era of the UFC. Listen, because I want to go enjoy my Bloody Mary, I'm just going to give you this. KO first round. Okay. Now, would you pay 40 bucks to watch Tito Ortiz and, and Alberto Del Rio? If I already know his ending in the first round by KO, what do you think? Hell no. Well, we like to hear your take on this. Tito versus Alberto, December 7th, live on pay-per-view. It's 40 bucks. Love to hear your take. What's your take on it? Will you tune in? Will you boo like the fight? I mean, just be honest. 
Send us an email info on the, at theromanshow.com. We'd like to hear your opinion. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us this week on the program. We'll be back at it next week. And we'd like to invite you to head on over to our Roman Show website, brand spanking new, looking squeaky clean, theromanshow.com. And you can check out some of the latest video interviews available right now as we speak. In fact, we spoke to Reggie Rhythm, local professional wrestler who eh, somewhat retired, if you say, George. He's going overseas. He's going to be serving uh, uh, and, and for, for our country. Uh, and, and we wish him very, very, very much uh, a very safe tour. We want him back here. But for now, he will not be competing inside the wrestling ring. And we had an opportunity to speak to him. So check that video interview very, very soon on theromanshow.com. If not, sign up to the YouTube channel. That's rroman 201 Follow us on our socials, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and social media, and The Roman Show on Twitter. With that being said, we'll catch you next week right here in the program. You haven't been on, you haven't heard. You better still check out that Tito and uh, Alberto fight, man. Listen, I'm enjoying this Bloody Mary right now. Uh, Good luck, uh, Alberto. And and before I leave, I'm going to leave this here as a side note. Cain Velasquez is now potentially with the WWE. I got my money that a certain heavyweight champion of the UFC, and he's mentioned this, might be on his way. And I'm talking about Daniel Cormier. Don't be surprised if we get to see him in the ring. And mind you, we never got to see Kane and DC in a UFC fight because their teammates, they will not fight. The question is, will they do it inside a WWE ring? I'm sure they will. You never know. Cormier, well, Cormier uh, was uh, uh, trying to be for an, uh, like a commentary or no? Yes, they, yes, he was. But but the the proposal was there and I think it was Triple H who told them, listen, and you, you'll be a great commentator, but... I want to leave it open for you that come on over and give it a shot. You obviously have the athleticism. He's good on the mic. We know that. Oh, yeah, definitely. So why not go ahead and give it a shot? And how cool it would be to see Kane versus DC inside a ring. That'd be pretty pretty cool. Yeah, uh, you know, might as well. If all these UFC guys are coming and doing the bringing their feuds from the UFC over to the WWE, why not? As long as they help the ratings. Yep, and, and this is not going to be a Dan Samuel versus Ken Shamrock. You know, this is more of an... Uh, these, these both DC and Kane are, are, are evolved. Uh, it's a whole different ballgame here when you get two former MMA guys, if at the time they're still not competing inside a pro wrestling. All right, like, get your comments. Tweet us at The Roman Show. We'll catch you next week right here on The Roman Show.